Okay, we're here with Ella, uh, dedication time. What would you like to dedicate this episode to? Hi, um, I'd like to dedicate this episode to my mom for always being there for me and supporting me throughout my journey as an actress and through life. <laughs> I love it because this is coming out on Father's Day. It, oh. <laughs> my dad too, my dad too. <laughs> he's more hands off on the acting thing, but he's very supportive too. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Mom and dad. Mom and dad. I also like to dedicate it um, to another podcast, another filmmaker, Alan Tracy, who does uh, his podcast, uh, film in Minnesota. He just was just uh, came into contact with an assault, so he was in a hospital. And uh, let's all wish him a speedy recovery to Alan Tracy, uh, another filmmaker, yeah. another podcaster here in Minnesota. So let's get this started. All right, we're back with Ella Frank. Hello. Hi. This is exciting. This is her first time podcasting. It is. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> lot of, well, you're a little bit, from compared to me, you're a little bit young. Yes. This is a lot of, still a lot of firsts for you to go. Yep. So, yep. Hopefully not the last. <laughs> yeah. Do you listen to podcasts? I do. I love podcasts. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Do you have a particular one that you really, because like an interview style or there's some that like, there's like, like stories, like old fashioned right. story ones. Yeah. Um, I was really into like when I first started, I was really into like crime podcasts, like yeah. murder mysteries. Yeah. Like I would sit and like listen to them and be like, Oh, spooky. Um, <laughs> wait so, till like two o'clock at night. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And those always like keep you busy. Like when you're just walking around the house and like doing stuff, you're like, Oh my gosh, just listening to these podcasts. Yeah. And then recently I've been kind of getting into, like I found out a lot of my favorite YouTubers do podcasts. So I was like, why not just listen to these too? Like I love them. So might as well support them. Wonderful opportunity for me to plug my youtube channel so if yes. i do it many times uh, it's kyle nick on film with me and kyle Gothi. we critique two movies a week so let's check that out we'll put the link down below yeah so yeah. if you everybody wants to know what i look like also so exactly <laughs> so, yes. all right well does it um because not only do you do acting mm -hmm. you also do a little bit of I do do a little bit of writing. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> it is. I'm kind of a writing gal. I love writing like in like stories and like my journal and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I just do like a lot of creative writing on my own and like in my free time. It's just really fun for me. <laughs> well, do you want to do like poetry? Do you want to do like books? Or are you just not going to do you just want to do all of it? Kind of like just I mean, let's try I've kind of just been dabbling in a lot of it recently. Yeah, sure. Just kind of figuring out what I like. Um, it started yeah. off with like poetry because it, like, I'll just write a little poem and I'll be like, oh, this is so nice. And I'll just go and edit it. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then it moved on more to like stories because we would do it for school. And I was like, wow, I really like doing this. Like, write creative writing is just so fun for me. And now I want to try doing like scripts and stuff yeah. because I'm, that's just a new thing for me. <laughs> I think it, it think scripts and books, yeah, because mm -hmm. yeah. scripts are a little bit because it's it's yeah, scripts are hard because it's not what you write. Right. You have to keep a lot of like that. You don't have to describe the tree in the scene. Or <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's a tree, and you can go find it. Right. So a script is a little more. 
it's a little more different style. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody thinks, oh, you write a book, it just translates well to writing a script. Well, there's a certain finesse to that practice. Right. Yeah. For sure. So, well, so. what happened with you first? Were you always writing first and then acting or then acting, then writing? Um, definitely acting, then writing. Because okay. <laughs> as a kid, I was a little bit of like a attention hog. I loved attention. So when I was little, I was like, all attention on me. I want to be on stage. I want to be in front of everybody showing my craft. Like it was so fun for me. So that's kind of how I started is like musical theater, like at school or at our local theater in Rochester, the Civic Theater. Yeah, I know that is. Really? I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I started off kind of there doing like musicals and plays. And that's kind of how I found my love for like the arts is just I was like, I want to be on stage and I want to be dancing and singing and all of this. And then I kind of went into writing more in like middle school, high school when we started doing it for like school. And I realized I was like, I'm kind of good at this. I kind of like this. Well, I think you have the perfect start for the next, if you're interested to writing, which is you yeah. already done acting. I think a lot of people start with writing, then think acting second. Right. But with p- acting, you know that people want their scene, how they want to wear their marks, and so you already have that in mind automatically, and then how to volley the dialogue. Right. Where people just write, just be clever with the catchphrase or catch the scene or whatever. Yeah. But I think, um, I, I had advice when I started writing, why don't you take an acting class? I don't want to be acting. It helps you be a writer, take an acting class. Right. So I think it's a good start to actually <laughs> act, then start the writing, right? Yeah. So I love Rochester. <laughs> Everybody, if any didn't know, entire downtown is, is underground. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. under you, like the downtown. There's also underground, like yeah. <laughs> tunnels and shops and everything. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So if like, let's go across the street. Let's go underground, underground. and cross the street. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, in case it's cold, it's like, it's like, oh, well, we could just go downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I used to uh, have to work there, so I had a job and I lived here in St. Paul. But I had a Monday through Friday job in Rochester, so I have oh. to stay down and then have to stay in a hotel and then yeah. come back here on the weekends. Nice. So I stayed in Rochester quite a bit. Okay, so you know you know your way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yep. and then I did a couple cons there as well. well oh. cons. Oh, cool. Yep. Yeah, everybody says so far away, but it's like what? But an it's hour? like an hour. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Even and nobody does a speed limit. Exactly. Exactly. It can be less than an hour if you go a little bit fast. <laughs> so, are you gonna be driving back? Do you no. get your license? I mean, I do have my license, but right. me and my mom drove up together. Just because she's in, she likes to drive me. All right, all right. You're not like like you're not the kind of person like I got my license. I want to drive everywhere. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I love driving. Actually, really? it's so relaxing because I get to do whatever I want. Like listen to whatever music or podcast that I've been like putting yeah, you're off the or something. Seat, so it's my music. Exactly. Yeah. So I get to ox. <laughs> so I actually kind of like driving and I have some friends up in Minneapolis and like when I do other things up in Minneapolis I love driving myself but sometimes my mom likes to come so I'll let her <laughs> if I get stuck with writing I get in the car really get in the oh. truck and just drive yep mm-hmm. or do something for at least for a couple minutes just to drive and deflate right. de- decompress or just walk right so right. it really like focuses your mind like, if you're, like, so chaotic, like, in your house or something, you could just go for a little drive. And right, yeah. And it really, like, calms you down, focuses, and 
gives you ideas. I feel like it's really nice. <laughs> so you're getting all the text messages from your friends now. Ella, come get me. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm always out anyway. So my friends will be like, oh, you want to hang out? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm already out. So I can come pick you up. <laughs> you live in a wonderful time. When I in my era, you had to like, if you're out and you're not near the phone. Yep. So you had to like. You had to, like, you had to, like show up and knock right. on the door. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, like. Because then, the, or your sister's occupying the phone, and then they can't yep. get the call, the important call where all the cool people are hanging out. So you yep. miss that opportunity. Darn. So <laughs> you live in a wonderful time where everybody can accept, have access quickly. That's true. So. Staying connected and everything. <laughs> so with writing and acting, I think we already talked about English is your favorite class. Yep, English is my favorite class. That and. I used to hate history. I used to be like, what is the point? But now I am actually really enjoying history. I feel like it's really fun to just like read about stories like that and like, well, like our past and learn about how things were created and that kind of stuff. So I'm like an English history gal more than I am a math science gal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's fascinating because we always critique stories. Right. Real stories are not stories. We critique it like a fiction story. We critique the logic of it. That doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. That doesn't how, you know, well, why didn't you do this? You know, be logical to do that. Where when you critique like history, like, I can't believe that happened. There's right. no way. Exactly. You, yep. Yeah. You're going to critique the impossible. It's like, that's, right. that's, 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 that's un- <laughs> unbelievable. But exactly. when you talk about fiction, it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be, you want to think, put it all together write historical fiction or something like that or maybe i mean i just i'm really like i love learning new information i feel like that's also so helpful for like art and like doing you know like writing and that kind of stuff so learning new things is so fun to me um so probably putting that history knowledge that i've been like reading up on is probably maybe something in the future (laughs) yeah because when i talked when i did my all my stuff in college and did classes and English classes and all the creative classes. They always talk about something new in your story, especially create right. something you make. It can be, the story can be a little bit familiar, but what is the new thing that you submit to yourself? Right. And then the, the one analysis is my teacher always says, well, what, if, what do you want to put a vampire in your story? What are the rules? And everybody at the start of the rules are vampires. And he's like, they're made up. Make up your own rules. Exactly. Who the hell cares? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Who told you those rules? Right. right. Yeah. So Why are there rules on fictional beings? <laughs> right. So if you, yeah. I think it's, you always have something, a new component. Think about it like that. Right. Yeah. 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 So do you have a favorite author that you like? Ooh. Um, or do you like to read the most? I mean, I do like to read. I like dabbling in like a lot of different people. I always look for stories rather than authors. I mean, I have a lot of like, I read a lot of John Green. I know that's like kind of basic, but John Green, he's he's great. He's great. So I read a lot of him, but most of the time I'll just go to like a bookstore and see which ones like catch my eye. It's not really like I'm looking for a specific act or authors or like genres you know it's yeah. just kind of like oh this one looks fun <laughs> there's a great documentary that came out last year called the booksellers if you weren't Ooh. familiar with it mm-hmm. and it's a documentary about the old-fashioned bookstores from new york city and we're kind of losing them because we all have the big barnes and nobles and you can find right. it but they have these old cramp it's about the size of my studio the old bookstores yeah and there weren't and the whole point of those bookstores where nothing was categorized and that was part of the journey. You had to sit there and find everything because they could just, you know, 
nonfiction. Nonfiction to a fiction. You know, like right. there's a whole part of just discovery. Go in there and look for something. Yeah. Yeah. That's and a lot so of fun. a lot of these booksellers would be mad when you found a book you want to buy. You're like, oh, <laughs> fine. Fine. just give me five bucks and get out. Right. <laughs> That sounds but great. A, be, yeah. I think it'd be a fascinating documentary for you. The yeah. old book selling. There's still some stores available around the little Ooh. corner bookstores. I right. think mid. There's one in St. Paul. I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure there. Yep, I've heard yeah. of that one. Yeah. Because yeah, my but, my friend has been talking about it. She's a really avid like reader, and she was like, "I want to go. It's like so fun. You just get to roam around and look for all these books <laughs> and stuff that you didn't know existed. And yep. It's in a book, and like, what? What the, is this? Right. Cool. It's yeah. kind of fun, right? Right. I love that kind of play, which mm-hmm. I also did when I worked at the video store. It's the navigating the aisles of where you can find things. Right. Yeah. That's always fun. <laughs> See, you guys, you miss out on. Just, have you been to a video store? Um. I don't think I have. Oh, it's fun. I should. <laughs> You're missing out on the experience of being at the video store, and then you see your ex-girlfriend come in, and you have to, like, dodge her. Between yeah, aisle. be like, ah, I gotta go. <laughs> Pretend you're on a call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're here, like, oh, let's go to the horse section. She doesn't like those, and she won't see <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> Run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> so, the videos? Movies? Movies. Do you like movies? I do yeah, love movies. Like movies. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I watch like a new movie every like, well, probably two every like week. Oh, man, we're going to get along great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually like love, well, I love Marvel. I haven't really seen like lots of DC, but I know you like superheroes, as right, I can yeah. tell. Um, and I, I used to be really into Marvel. Like I watched all the movies. Have you, um, <laughs> what's your favorite one? Ooh. Um, I do have one. Okay, what's yours first? Even though I like Thor as my favorite, he's my. F- mm-hmm. um, I think Winter Soldier is the best one. Captain America okay. Winter Soldier is the best yeah. one. Yeah, Captain America movies are like always good. Yeah. I feel like recently, well, what kind of started my craze was like the new Spider Man movie that came out. I was like, I need it. I mean, everyone was talking about it. I was like, I got to go watch it. Far From Home. Yep. He goes to DC. Yep. And I was like, I have to watch it. But then all these like cool things kept popping up. I was like, I don't know what's really going on. So I went back and I rewatched like all the old ones. And I think I got to say Spider-Man because it started the craze. But other than that, I would say probably like, oh gosh, that's so hard. I'm going to say Spider-Man. Is Spider-Man your favorite superhero though? Ooh. Do you have a favorite one? Mm. No, I'd probably say either Captain America or Iron Man. I know those are like the the basics, you know. I saw yeah. like Civil War. That was like another one that I saw like um, before I watched any of the other ones. And I was like, I don't know whose side I'm on. They're both so cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I well, I get very deceiving because I have the DC on the wall. Yep. DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Been, and it's funny because I've been collecting since I was 12 and haven't stopped. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost 44. How many years of collecting that is? That's a, a lot. A lot. A lot of years <laughs> of collecting. And then, yeah, because people, I, it's it's funny because people are like, what are you, a fan of DC Marvel? Who cares? You can be a fan of both. Right. You can take a little bit of column A and column C. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, so but it just, a lot of interest for me is a story. I think if it's a good story. Right. And yeah. I think that um, I mentioned before I like Batman because it's not really a superhero. There's really no powers involved. Right. They're they're plausible people. They're mm-hmm. just really damaged people. <laughs> right. <laughs> severely damaged. Yeah. Um. Even Batman severely damaged. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So and I think that's why I like it because it's like the probabilities. 
Yeah. Like you can make your own superhero. I mean, you just, even though you have an right. unlimited amount of money, but you have to train yourself to part right. of that, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. Superheroes are fun. They are. Yeah. I love seeing how they're all connected. Like just watching all the movies and like seeing all these little details that they'll put in there and you're like, oh my God, I remember that. Like it's so cool. <laughs> like how did he get that? Oh yeah, oh, from right, the Avengers. From, the, right. from like three movies ago. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's so cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would love to have been in the audition for Thor and then Chris Hemsworth comes in and he's like, no, we're done. No, we found him. We found him. You don't even need to like say anything. We got it. <laughs> I think he came with a wig on, like really? a blonde wig on. And oh they use that wig and sometimes in the movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Now they're making a, the next one. I think it's Love and Thor and Love and Thunder. I think I've heard of that. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I'm very excited, excited. about that one. Yep. Yes, because Nellie Portman, she kind of hit the gym too. Oh, really? She's in it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So I think they're following the, uh, the comic books, Thor takes a break and his girlfriend right. picks up the hammer and she becomes Thor a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds so interesting. I'll I have to go see that. I, I think it's, I think it's, well, Chris Pratt's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. So if he's going to be in there, we have to assume, you know, it's, Rocky and Groot right. are going to be in there too. Yep. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> so superheroes, do you like other movies? Or can you watch anything? Mm, I can watch anything. I, I mean, I dabble in a lot of things. Like, I started off with... I'm finding that out very quickly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I started off with musicals, of course, because I was like, I love musicals. Like, my favorite movie as a kid was Mamma Mia, because it was just, I just love musicals. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, my parents, like, my dad is really into, like, action movies and that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, gosh. And that's kind of how I got into, like, superheroes, too, is, like, I mean, I was like oh, that's kind of cool. Like, what is this? I want to see that. And he's also like, he likes like dramatic films too. So that's kind of how I started with that too. Yeah. So I just, I love everything. Like all the different genres are so fun to just like watch. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I can watch anything. Yeah. So I use, I can watch Sing in the Rain and then I can watch (laughs) Scary Movie. Exactly. Something with a chainsaw of all that. Yep, exactly. Usually, then my wife come out like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I thought you were watching Singing in the Rain. (laughs) And and then you Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. There's so many movies out there. Like you can never stop. Like there's so many endless options. <laughs> I know because I really like good movies. Mm-hmm. Really fantastic ones. Like I like Sound of Metal, which just came out. That's a really right. fantastic, well-made movie. Probably yep. the best edited movie. But then I like my junk food. I can watch like a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just for fun. Right. Just shut your brain off and enjoy it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Do you have a favorite actress you like or that inspires you? Ooh. Um, film actress, probably. Yeah. I really love Emma Stone. I know. Like, she, I just really look up to her because she really doesn't, like, care. Like, she just puts everything out there. And mm-hmm. I really admire that in an actor is when they can just, like, shut off, like, their, like, insecurities everything and just be the character. And right. that's, like, yeah. great to me. And I always see that when I see her act. So I love her. Um, I also love Meryl Streep, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. She's just great. It's kind of along the same lines. Like, she just she just doesn't care. She just goes and does it, and she's big and, like, in character, and I love that. I really admire that. So, since you mentioned Emma Stone and mm-hmm. you like musicals, you have to see La La Land. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's like one of the top three. There's, it's so good. 
Yeah. Yep. I don't, I don't. Have you been to L.A.? I have. So you know where the Griffin Observatory is. Yep, I've been, been there. Have yep. you been there? Yep, it's well, beautiful. I, I haven't been there since. Well, I was. I've, I've been there. It's been like ten years. Mm-hmm. And I know they put the lamppost in the bench, the movie production for a long time. Put that in there, and it's still there. Oh, really? So that's a new addition. I want to go see oh it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've seen that because I think we went like. Mm, after it like right after it but i don't yeah. know if it was there we should have looked for it but i might be corrected i might be at a different location where they shoot that that scene where they're right. going down for the cars where the lamp and the yeah. bench but i know it's still wherever they shot the location it's still it's there, still there. <laughs> right. i love this the griffin observatory because then you google and like so many movies that you like like there. yeah and they were shot there <laughs> yep exactly and it's simply easy to cut off because it's one road and you can just put the gate and close right. it off and yep. they, they could have isolated filming the whole and, thing. and mm-hmm. whole thing right yeah. and it's so pretty like it overlooks like all of los angeles so it's great i know you almost want to like jump the walls and just go hiking exactly exactly <laughs> yep <laughs> so you want to go back to la i do um i haven't been there since i was probably like 14 i want to say so a couple years and i i miss it i mean i haven't like because of covid and everything we weren't able to like travel we were hoping to go back but LA is like such a fun scene to be in and there's always like opportunities when you're there. Yeah. Like for film, it's just like when you like search up like, oh, audition after audition after audition. It's just so fun. And I love that. I know when I visited because my wife's sister was living there at the time. She's Mm -hmm. like, what do you want to do? I go, I want to have an adult beverage in Malibu. I don't care. (laughs) I just want to just want to have it on my resume that it was an opportunity to have a really expensive colorful drink in yep. Malibu. In Malibu. And she yep. goes, I know the spot where she would go. And we, it's like right <laughs> the on the dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but well, I think if you love acting, you love writing, mm-hmm. you have to go to LA. Of at course. least visit it, at least see it, and at least be part of yeah. it. Yeah. It's just amazing how the, it's part of the industry, right? right? LA is film. Yeah. And then you can be snotty about it, but well, here in Minnesota it's weather, right? That's the crucial yeah. element. Yeah. Weather. And that's going to get top news almost time is what's the weather and how are we going to survive? <laughs> well, in L.A., yeah. it's the business. What's what movies and who's doing what? Exactly. So, and it's so cool to just be in that scene. Like, I remember I took like a dance class in L.A. because I was there for like a month with nice. my I stayed with my friends that live up there. And it's so cool because I went to this dance class and it's just like a regular dance class. And you would think you wouldn't really see anybody. But I saw like this do you know sky jackson she was like an actress on like disney channel she was just in my ballet class s is it with the e at the end s-k-i i believe s-k-i okay yep but she was was, in your class yeah it was so cool i was like oh my gosh like this is so cool to just be with this actress like in a dance class like that is so cool (laughs) so do you still do dancing I do. Mm-hmm. It's a, something you have to continually like, practice at, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. And I love doing it. I've done like probably like every genre of dance and they're all just so fun. And I think it's a lifetime sport really because like even if you're just like, you know, doing the disco or something, like it's so easy to dance and it just makes you so happy. So. Well, you got to be ready when you meet Emma Stone that you can do exactly <laughs> what Ryan Gosling was doing and you guys can do it together. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll have my like tap shoes ready. I'll be like, okay, we're doing you, it you right now purse when you see yeah. it we're doing it <laughs> yep <laughs> exactly so how did uh, dancing did you do, do you do tap 
I do a little bit. It's kind okay. of a new thing for me because when I was younger, I was like, mm, I've heard about that. Right. Yeah, I heard it's like hard to start. Yeah. It's kind of awkward. Yep. But once you kind of get your bearings and exactly muscle memory, it's automatic. Right. Yeah. 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 But it's super fun. Like, it's really nice to listen to like rhythms and stuff and really yeah. get that like musical aspect of dance because sometimes when you do other genres, it's like. It's there, but it's sometimes forgotten, you know? Yeah. But with tap, you really need to know, like, the rhythm and everything because you need to stay on beat. And it's so fun to just do that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. dance is kind of the subtraction of dialogue. Dancing is yeah. explaining the character's relationship without saying anything. And how right. you, don't have to write, you don't have to write falling in love. You just put it in a dance. Exactly. And everybody is convinced that that's working. Yeah. Right. And right. it's so, like, it's so impressive to watch like professional like ballerinas or like just dancers tell a story with their body and you're like I get it like they are really expressing this emotion and it's it's so amazing to just watch that you want to try ballet I do ballet oh you do yeah so you have those shoes too yep I do you can carry a large pair I do (laughs) you get your ballet shoes and your taps yeah yep I'll have like a big bag already (laughs) (laughs) yep but ballet is definitely tricky but it's really fun like once you get to like get get comfortable with it and just be like okay this is what i need to do and it's like really fun to do that after that well it's like um ballet it's a different discipline between tap because it, it's sure. different well it's different muscles too yeah because i think mm-hmm. tap is with your calves right yep and then ballet ballet's is all, like all like, everything everything yep <laughs> everything including your brain because you have to remember what you're doing yep exactly it's like everything needs to be like turned on like <laughs> placed in the perfect like positions yeah i don't think mm-hmm. be- people think ballet is just gonna go off but you need to have certain balance right a center so it's always very calculated it's kind of deceiving how it looks free exactly yeah right it's a little deceiving no that's been rehearsed (laughs) thousands of times over right and over and over and And the best dancers can make it look so easy (laughs) like right oh yeah i could do that (laughs) you can't (laughs) so i think we have to put a music your first writing you have to put some kind of a musical number in there i think so Dancing. (laughs) When you listen to a song, do you kind of think about dance that you can do to it? Oh, yeah. Sometimes when I'm like bored driving in a car, (laughs) I'll like imagine like a dance going on in my head. Like, I don't know. It's so fun to just like see like I'll listen to a song and I'll be like, okay, this is the costume that I need for this. And like it would be so pretty for this type of dance and it would be so cool with this person and then a partner, you know, like it's really fun to just like imagine that. I think um, one of my favorites is singing in the rain, yep. and it looks it looks so effortless. Mm-hmm. But then you realize how much hours of practice they put in. Oh yeah, and how disciplined even my favorite dancer is Sid Cerise, and how she just makes it look so just smooth. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, God, I'll just cramp up if I do that. But <laughs> <laughs> right, it takes a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a it's a thing that I think you have to do judiciously, just yeah. continually even think about it, even in a couple minutes. You have to keep and just like writing, sure. you have to keep it going, keep it practicing. Yeah, practicing, like keep practicing. it in your muscles, kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, d- dance come first or acting? Uh, dance. Dance. I've came been first. doing dance since I was like three. And then I kind of got into like musical theater when, so I did dance first. Yeah. And then I was like, I kind of want to do like 
more on stage things. So my mom found like musical theater and she was like, you want to try this? You want to try this play? And I was like, yes. Yeah. And you I did it and I loved no. it. You're, yeah, you were going to say no. <laughs> yep, yeah. exactly. So I, that's how that kind of started is it started off with dance and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll try this. And then I just loved it. <laughs> I believe, if I remember right, and I think, I think Keanu Reeves went to dance class first before they did the matrix before he learned kung fu really so they're like we're gonna take some kung fu classes and i think he took <laughs> dance first just to break out just right. to be really comfortable because guys are too stiff too stiff in their center right, right. they don't want to move that right so if he, i think he took a couple lessons of dance before he learned kung fu and if you watch the movie he actually looks a little more like he's dancing <laughs> than he's actually kung fuing that's so, so cool. yeah, that's commitment. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can do an action movie. I'm gonna take dance. Let's does. Well, well yeah, <laughs> right. I think that helps, doesn't it? I think I it helps. I think so. Yeah, with like coordination and stuff, it's always like good to take a dance class. Right, mm-hmm. especially if you're gonna do a Star Wars lightsaber. That's oh, a yeah. dance, right? Yep, it is. Because you gotta give and take. Right, and, and you have to like remember moves and like specific positions. So it is a dance. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you have to do yoga then, right? I do? Yeah. yeah, I do. Okay, that's the next evolutionary step. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I do it more as like a fun thing, though. It's more of like a relaxation when I'm home alone, just kind of like... Decompress. Decompress, yep. Yeah. We're very alike because we have a, lot of, <laughs> I have a lot of things going up upstairs, like navigating, yep. like I want to do this and this, and they have to find some way to just, just deflate. Yep, relax, find turn that off. quiet time. Turn mm-hmm. off that phone. Turn, yep, yeah. exactly. So. All right, we're going to take a little break and... Uh, Back again with more with Ella. Fun. (laughs) In the not-too-distant future, following the rapid succession of World Wars 3 and 4, plus the hidden horrors of secret World War 2, there's not much left. All that remains is a place where folks get together to read and discuss comic books. Sometimes they laugh, sometimes they argue but they always record and upload their transmissions. You've found one of those transmissions today. Welcome to The Last Comic Shop. Rate, review and subscribe to our weekly comic book reviews on all the major podcasting platforms at www.lastcomicshoppodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Nick from the St. Paul Filmcast, and I want to talk to you about a book that's available to pre-order. It's from a previous guest of the show and a good friend of the show, Dennis Vogan. Dennis is an acclaimed writer for many years, releasing novelists like Thea, Flipped, and Them, and creating comic books like uh, The Brush Fire and my personal fave, The Weirdos. Here he collects blogs, posts, essays, loose change from nearly half a decade. They cover a spectrum of topics from comic books to sobriety, from outer space to his dog, pop culture, spirituality, nostalgia, the multiverse, and from joy to grief and everything in between. You'll find that Dennis Vogan is a lot of things, and for better or for worse, and he has a lot to say. Check out the book. It's called Time is a Solid State. Time is a Solid State. Available on Amazon or on his website, DennisVogan.com. Check it out today. Stockwood, yeah, gave up my will to 
<laughs> with Ella. Um, Ella, as Carlos mentioned, is acting, and she's in a movie that's still in production. What's the yeah. movie called? The movie is called The Ballad of Travis Hunter. So, what is your character in this movie? I know we can't talk too much, but yeah. can we can just what your character? Um, my character is a country singer. All right. And I think that's mostly all I'm supposed to say. But I'm really excited because it'll get to show off like my singing range a little bit. And they wrote a original song for me, so that'll be super exciting. And I'm just super excited for that. That sounds like fun because yeah. in the first half we talked about your love dancing and singing mm-hmm. and all that stuff and acting, and I think it's. All of it together is great. Right, yep. yeah. I think that's why Reese Witherspoon loved to do that uh, walk the line with Hawking Phoenix because yeah. she loved June Carter. She always wanted to be a country singer. She got yep. her chance. <laughs> she got her chance. <laughs> that's the great thing about acting is like you get to play so many different characters that you yeah. can try all these different things. Like I'll never be a country star, but I can play it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, well, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite actors is C. McQueen and he did a movie Towering Inferno where he got to play the firefighter chief and he always wanted yep. to be a firefighter. <laughs> In fact, he wanted to be like go to the, you know, there was actually a real fire on set and they called the real fire crew oh and he's like, well, I'm already ready. And he's like, participate, <laughs> like putting out the fire. And one oh of the gosh. real firemen's like, nobody's going to believe this. And he's like, and Stephen McQueen's like, my wife's not going to believe this. Oh <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> right. You get to explore avenues. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And a little, any, you can explore, especially with writing too. You get to do things that you're not necessarily, not necessarily going to do or characters you're going to right. root for, but you're going to, bring them out exactly mm-hmm. yeah. that's super fun especially you can do it in, in your songwriting too you can write a song about somebody yeah never, yeah that i've never really been a part of but you can write a song or write a script or anything yeah. like that about it so how many takes did you have to do for writing the song like 20 30 we haven't done it yet oh, i haven't done it next yet? week mm-hmm. so i'm right. super excited you, can, you have to play the perfectionist like i don't know can we try one more can we yeah exactly like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that one was a, okay. One, one for safety. You're one like, for safety. Right. Jumping. One for safety. I just want to do it again. <laughs> I always do a safety take. Okay. That's if smart, I get what smart. I want, then I was like, all right, safety take. Safety which take. Which was like, let's do it again. And then one for fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's always fun. great if to we have, have time, options. one for fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think, no, I don't want to do it this way. No. Yeah, yeah way. exactly. <laughs> Try something new this time. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a country song. So it is. Yep. Okay. Have you been practicing? Um, I haven't gotten the sheet music for it yet. He just told me that he wrote it. So it's okay. a surprise for me and I'm excited. All right. So it's yep. another one of those like surprise. Yeah. Surprise. Here it is. And yeah. it's, it's going to be fun. We're going to work on it and see how that goes. And it's going to be super fun to just work with them on the song and the production. Is it the, um, only scene for you or do you have another one? I believe that will be, I think I might have one more, but it's like still kind of in the making. So um, they'll, they'll be letting me know. It's all part of the process because if you get all the camera and lighting on set and then you have something like, let's have another. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, actually, we had this idea. Let's just film it. We're here. It's going to, it's going to be great. So. So how was the audition for that? Did you have to submit or did you go in person? No, I didn't have to submit. I submitted for a different role for them a while ago because I did Chased with them. and Yeah, the one, uh, not Chased, but with a T at the end. Chased. Yes, yes. Chased. Yeah. <laughs> if people look it up, it's Chased. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to spell. Right. But um, Oh, you I, were in that one too? Yes, I was. Nice. So I did that with them, and they were doing this short film, and they were like, we would love to have you in it. Like, would you like to do this? I was like, I would love to. That sounds so fun. So I get to do that. <laughs> have you been doing a lot of researching? Have you been listening to a lot of female country singers? I have. Add a girl. <laughs> right answer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they, they asked for, like, my recommendations. They were like, do you have any, like, country songs that you like? And I had to, like, look them up and like find them and be like oh i like this one and i just sent them a whole bunch of random country songs i have to say growing up in the early 80s as a like a between five or six and four in the early 80s you couldn't get away from dolly parton no <laughs> she was everywhere yep she still is but she still is but yeah she was everywhere. i listened to a couple of her songs too yeah yep there's a See, bunch of them right answer <laughs> there's this great movie I, well it's not a great movie at all um where it's Sylvester Stallone and her, and she's going to make him a rock star. It's called Rhinestone. Oh. It's from the 80s. You have oh. to see it. I'll have to see it. It is a train wreck. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> heard, but it, there's a scene of her trying to teach Sylvester Stallone how to play guitar, like yeah. in a park. It is hilarious. Oh, I'll have to <laughs> see that. But she's trying to convert him into a country singer. Sylvester <gasps> Stallone. It's real. It's, it is a real it's movie. Real. Rhinestone. Oh, my gosh. That, that sounds hilarious. I'm still mad at my parents. because, Well, my mom and grandma, because they lied to me as a kid. It was in the mid-80s. They're like, we're going to go see this movie. And I was like, it's a country movie. And I want it's like, it's Sylvester Stallone. You like Rambo. <laughs> you, like <laughs> you like Rocky. He's in it. And I go, this, you fooled me. You fooled me. It's a country movie. <laughs> it's like, just smirky, scrungy, preschool me just like, mm, not happy. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. There, there's some reachers. I got to watch that movie, right? Uh, there's right. A, that's my homework for you for the movie. For the movie. <laughs> it's to watch that movie. <laughs> Great. That's, that's amazing homework. <laughs> I will take that homework any day. <laughs> I love, that's why I love film classes. Like, it's like, yep. You got to watch this movie, this movie. Oh, I have to. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so country and chase. Mm hmm. Are you going to continue with the acting? With them? With that? Just well, in general? Keep in general, yes. Yeah. Yep. I love acting. That is, I really am hoping to go to school for acting. So that'll be super fun. And I'm really excited for that. Right. And you mm -hmm. keep it judicially part of dance and it keeps yep. your writing in focus and everything. Exactly. Think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just being part of like that community, like in a school with a whole bunch of like artists is so inspiring because just being around, like even when you're on set with people who just share the same interests, yeah. it's just so fun to like talk to them and get ideas and just be like, oh, I love this. You love this. This is great. <laughs> like It's so fun. That's just why I love Comic Cons. I do. Yeah. And it's 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 uh, the old saying, well, Isaac Asimov said it, why do we go to cons, why do we go to classes, right. is to make sure we're not crazy, that there's people yeah, there's, out there that love it just as right. much as you do. Exactly. I was wearing a, one con, I was wearing a Green Lantern shirt. Yeah. And it just had a Green Lantern shirt on. And <laughs> I, didn't, I had a little boy come up and hug me, like a complete stranger. Aww. He's like, I love Green Lantern too. And he Aww. knew the whole oath. They like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought guys like I thought it was a lost. I didn't think people cared about Green Lantern right. anymore. And he's like, I love Green Lantern. And you're like, you're like, oh my god, yay! Someone else likes it too. And then <laughs> Dad came running along, like he found is like, oh, of course, Green Lantern. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, you find people that right. dislike it as much as you do. Exactly, and yeah. it's it's just 
It gives you that little like push that if you're ever in like a rut or something to be like, no, this is why I love doing it. Like there's this community of people who also love it and they're just, it's great. Awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. Are you going to watch more scary movies? Maybe. They're scary. <laughs> I that's, like that's the one thing that kind of blocks. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I like scary movies. I just really have to be in the mood for them. Like I have to be like... I don't know, in the middle of the day, in my room, like, <laughs> lights, lights on, on everywhere to watch a scary movie. Like, <laughs> it has to be a process. I'm the complete but, opposite. I, I'm not going to watch a scary movie until it's, like, 11.30 at night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All the lights are no, off. No, I could never fall asleep after that. A good barometer for me is if it's a good scary movie, if I'm watching it, if the dogs leave the living room. Oh, yep, yep. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you're going to watch. Nope. Oh, this is. No, 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 no we're no. going to watch this. No. Right. And then this, this slowly leave and go to sleep in the other room. Exactly. Yep. That would be me. <laughs> but I also have gotten the look from my dogs, too. Like the teacher look from my dog. Like, really? You're watching really? this? At, at 12 a.m. Like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. So, but. scary movie. Can you do it by yourself, though? Even with everything. Uh, Yes, I can. I've okay. watched a few scary movies by myself, but then I couldn't sleep. So, <laughs> but I like watching it with people just so that we're all like yes, scared together. Right. You know, it's not just me and then alone with my thoughts after that. Like, yeah. Yeah, because as kids, we watch, you know, Friday the 13th. Right. And then and we got like, mad. Oh, God. The, well, the, the fifth one was not Jason. And we got mad and threw popcorn at the screen. You gotta be kidding me. We like that. Right. We felt repped off. Like, yeah. We're 10 years old. Like, you're, you're making me mad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just fun to like share that with someone. And then also they can make, they can lighten the mood a little bit. Like when you're with someone watching a scary movie and it's really mm -hmm. frightening, they can make a joke or something and you'll, you're like, oh, okay. It's not that bad. And they always go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go upstairs. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, the old saying is, yeah, because um, there's a movie called uh, in the behind the. It's called, the movie's called Behind the Mask: The Story of Leslie Vernon. And it's a fake documentary of this guy who wants to be the next Michael Myers or oh, Jason. Yep. So it's called Behind the Mask, and this film crew comes and documented his process of becoming the next serial killer. And he's found this location where he's going to attack the teenagers. Yeah. And he starts nailing the windows <laughs> upstairs, and, up, and they're like, "Why didn't you do downstairs? They never jump out the." Uh, no. downstairs windows it's always upstairs oh my gosh that's terrible <laughs> or they always get stuck in the basement like yeah. Yeah. there's no middle ground you can't just walk out the door it is kind of the fun part of scary movies is because you have to be dumb yeah to die you have to do it's something true. really it's oh the true. fuse broke go down the let's right let's go check it not light a candle. Let's just go down there alone. Why don't you yeah. stick your head out there and find out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we hear a weird noise. Do you guys want to go check that out? <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. I'll go alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. always go alone. Exactly. Yeah, that works. Oh, yep. split up. I think split it's up. That's the best. Mm -hmm. I think it's all best to split up. Yep, I agree. Yeah. yeah, in the middle of the woods where you can't find each other again. Yeah. But that's the whole part of the tropes is you have to do something stupid really dumb yeah really. what's the whole point of the movie alien you did something really dumb you broke quarantine bringing an outside species <laughs> yep. into the spaceship you broke pro protocol right and didn't and listen then, to the woman in charge yep <laughs> well i mean if they didn't make those dumb decisions would they be as interesting scary movies right. probably not <laughs> my wife had the best review of alien i go, she goes so this whole movie is nobody listens to the woman in charge and everybody mm -hmm. died yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. 
But I think that's what the whole point of movies, and I, I especially scary movies, and I have this, I wrote my essay about it. I think the whole core of fe- horror movies is feminism. You have right. to think about it, and feminism is the central core, whether it's that's what's being attacked or that's what's being the hero of it. Because all, whether it's Jason and Freddy all attacking women, who defeat them? Women. Right. Yeah, cool. so there's always the final, you know, Michael Myers was... Jamie Lee Curtis, right. the, the, the final girl. Mm-hmm. And there's always kind of the troops of who the stages of the final girl. Right. And they're always the feminine, feminine is always right. And we always talk about Freddy Krueger being a man, but he acts very much like a dancer. Right. Yeah. He does all those mm-hmm. poses. And, he, and in fact, um, Freddy, huh. uh, Robert England said his inspiration for Freddy Krueger was Fred Astaire. He mimicked Fred Astaire's Ooh. moves and like, like dancing. Yeah. Where Jason was just, you know, a stiff football player. Kind right. Of like just then that's how it's the contrast between a girl. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why oh. I, th- I always, when I go to horror comic cons, I think it's 60, 40 more women love them. Cause I think they subconsciously get it. It's more about feminism. Yeah. Than people give credit to. Just saying. Yeah. Now I'm going to like think about that every time I watch a scary movie and be like, okay, what's the core value here? <laughs> you know? is, how does women play a part of it? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like even the movie Cap in the Woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ooh. who gives out the exposition? Sigourney Weaver. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've never so. thought about that. Oh. All right. So creative writing when you're writing, writing a scary movie is the core of it. Like how, how is feminism playing a part in this structure of the story yep or yeah that's uh, always even when i wrote uh, like mallory or something like that how is mm-hmm. feminine being a part of this right yeah huh. because associative disorders we realize a lot more women have it than men do even though two percent of the population can have a disassociative disorder right where they cannot register reality mm-hmm. or they hear hallucinating people majority of them are women actually have that problem really the men do. interesting yeah oh my gosh the more you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's my pitch to enjoy scary movies more. <laughs> exactly. Just be like, huh. Just really think about it instead of watching the movie. Just yeah. be thinking about what's the core value? How do they play a role here? <laughs> well, like the, two, the Slumber Party Massacre was yeah. directed by a woman, written by a woman. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to be a make fun of the whole genre, how silly it is. But they filmed right. it serious. Oh. But it's actually a parody on itself. Right. But they filmed it making it legit. Yeah. But it's all centered on women. Right. Yeah. And didn't really have it like a, it wasn't really much of a massacre. It really wasn't much of a slumber party either. That was clickbait. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think people will, if they give it a start of scary movies, because people think it's how much content of blood and guts that we have to put into it. But that's not the whole, I think, the part of it is how frightening. Why is it frightening? Right. Why are we being attacked and what's the scary point of it? Yeah. Yeah. And the scariest movies are the ones that like go beyond the blood and the gore. It's like really disturbing ones that are really scary. I think my favorite, one of my favorite ones, is Jacob's Ladder. And that's that's um, a guy who doesn't he thinks he's seeing demons throughout his day. Oh, and that's freaky. Reality is getting distorted. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't, and that's I love those kind of psychological thrillers because he doesn't know if this is real. Yeah. Am I crazy or the entire world is crazy? I love that pitch. Oh my gosh. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I Those can't trust scariest. anybody, but maybe some people are like, <laughs> Maybe someone. But it gets all explained at the end what's going on. 
Right. But I love that one. It came out in like mm-hmm. 1990. It's called Jacob's Ladder. Ooh. Okay, I'll have to go watch that one. And the title one. makes sense too. <laughs> you know what? Oh. I forgot the little boy in it is Macaulay Culkin. It was one of the, he did really? it before he did it before Home Alone. Really? Oh, okay. I'll have to go watch that. Now you got to watch. Yeah, exactly. I won't be able to sleep all night, but I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the first movies ever made was a scary movie. It was Nosferatu. One of the first oh, full yep. feature movies yeah. was a scary movie. So, mm-hmm. it, it, so it's it's from the core. Crazy. So outside of the horror movies, mm-hmm. what about rom coms? I love rom coms. Is that your favorite? Um, well, you, not you said musical. Musicals, but probably. like a one A maybe. Yeah, rom-coms? yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> I love how you can work out that the two people that don't get along in the beginning somehow are gonna end up together at the end. Yep. Yeah. I I mean I love rom coms where you can't like, well you can't like tell from the beginning that those people are gonna get together, but those are so hard to find, but. It's always fun to watch them and like watch them unfold, and then they're always like similar stories, but like kind of different. <laughs> they're they're just fun. Yeah, well, they're fun like relaxing movies. They're not like scary movies where I have to be like constantly like on edge. So I'm just kind of like, oh, I'll just throw in a rom com. <laughs> Speed's the rom com. The movie Speed, Speed. is oh, a rom com. Really? With Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, yeah. People say you'll find it in the action category. Yeah, forget that. That's, it's a rom com. It's, it's a rom com. <laughs> yeah. The two people that don't get along, and at and the end. They, yeah. They have oh to go through all this trouble to figure out that they actually... They, they're they in love. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I never thought about that. Now, how do you get guys in the theater? Well, it's a bus and it's going <laughs> to blow up. So how do you get your boyfriend in the theater? It's a bus movie. It's a bus movie. Yeah, for sure. Blow for it sure. up. Yeah, and exactly. Action. Yeah. It's, a, it's an action movie. It's classified as action. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Sneak him in there. He's like, oh, this is an action movie. Hey. It's a rom-com. <laughs> well, it's yeah. a great one. <laughs> well, I think a lot of we, we like I like when they mesh genres, you know, like yeah. Ghostbusters. It's a f- comedy, mm-hmm. but there's some parts where, where you watch it for the first time, like, ooh, that's kind of frightening. Kind of frightening, yep. And mm-hmm. you mix in a little bit of horror movie, but then you're having fun with it. Exactly. You like comedy, so you can mix it. And the rom-coms right. can do that because it's it's a romantic, it can be drama, but you right. have to make it funny. That's true. You have to make mm-hmm. it funny. So I, I applaud writers to work rom coms because yeah. we know what you have to do. Yeah. And to make it interesting and to keep going with it. To keep going with it, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like Four Weddings and a Funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites. I think I've seen like a little bit of it. I it, always like yeah. start rom coms and then I'll like finish them like way later because <laughs> i don't want to see the end i don't want to see them get together just you don't want to see you running in the airport to <laughs> yeah. catch the flight exactly <laughs> that's my favorite cliche the, your favorite cliche is running in the airport to catch the flight and just scream like, oh no i did like you yep. oh, yeah. and then everyone <laughs> i goes, like you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah no if i ever write a rom-com and it's running in the airport i have to switch the dialogue because i would never say I love you. I was like, I'll have to say like, I like you, like you. I like you, like you. You like you, like you, like, yeah, like more than a friend. Like more, just a little bit though. Just like a little. You can get out of the friend zone. (laughs) Yeah, I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) I think my favorite movie trope, probably like in the rain, like kissing in the rain scene. Oh yeah. Those are my favorites. Yeah, they did Mm -hmm. it in Spider-Man. Yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. (laughs) That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. I think. Kristen and Toby talk how awkward it was 
it's just painfully <laughs> right. to set it up and they had to get the rain machine going yep. and everything and, it, and then like and then, and then he, it like pours down into your nose right. like that must be so uncomfortable you get up and it's just like snot <laughs> like, that's the whole point of acting right, is right exactly. you get the most uncomfortable and costume and the wet and, the the red, and you have to make sure that you're enjoying it look exactly like, look like you're enjoying it right that's the whole deceiving point of it right yep. yeah mm-hmm. well ella yes this is it this is it this is at the end of the show. Oh, wow. That went by so fast. I know. It's a lot of fun when you're talking things that you like. And, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's not over till the guests say it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's over. There we go. It's not over.